Om Ajnanatimirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Nilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha I apologize for coming late. Just as we are about to leave, we got a phone call that there's a youth program going on in Dubai that I was requested to attend, so I got hijacked on the way. But I think you have spent your time in a manner that is not a waste of time. By chanting the holy names of Krishna, that is the proper usage of time. Of course, as long as we're in this world, we have to consider the effect of time. Kala Dharma is referred to in Shastra, in Mahabharat, it is often mentioned that such and such a person was overcome by Kala Dharma, which means he died. Because the effect of Kala, the effect of Kala is that all activities within this world take place within certain within time and the effect of time in this world is to destroy now we may say that well time also nourishes that's true also there are various phases birth growth sustenance Reproduction of byproducts, dwindling and death. These are the six phases that everything in this world goes through. Uh, or, or sorry, living beings in this world go through. There's birth, growth, then, uh, I already said, reproduction of uh, others, and dwindling and death. I, I said six, but I missed one. Sustenance, yeah, yeah, I guess that's going on all the way through. So these are various phases we go through, but the effect of time is noticed more in decay. When you see the wrinkles in the mirror, you know the the good times are over. This kingfisher advertising beer in India or something. Let the good times roll. So people think it's a good to have a good time to enjoy the senses. But there are some warnings. And actually all the time there's the warning. The body is rotting. From the moment it is born, even before that actually, even while growth is going on, death is inbuilt. That's why when people come to me and tell me, today is my birthday, I usually ask them, how many years dead is your body? How many years have you died? Which may sound, oh, that's a very nasty thing to say. It's a very good thing to say. Let people not be in illusion that this life is very good. What is this life? Simply living, struggling, trying to build up something, whether it's a family or a business empire, and then very quickly it's all finished and then again 
And then again, Punarapi Jananam, you see? Punarapi Maranam, Punarapi Janani Jatare Shayanam. So, we may complain about the baby, but we were there. We were a baby a short time ago. And we will be again. So, what should we do? We should become liberated, merge into the Brahma Jyoti so you don't get born again, right? No more suffering. No, you should aim to become a baby in Vrindavan. <laughs> get born in Krishna's land. Krishna Shankshar Koro. Giving, become part of Krishna's family. What is best to be a sannyasi or a grihastha? Join Nanda Maharaj's family. That's best. But the effect of time is that it destroys, except for those who are engaged in discussing about Krishna. Every day, those who rise in time see the sun rise. Well, you may not even see the sunrise here because of all the buildings, right? It's, it must be like 8 o'clock before you can even see the sun, is it? With all these high buildings around. Is it? In, in Dubai or in a mountainous area. Anyway, mm, what was that verse we were just saying? Udyanastan. Ayo harati vai pungsang. Udyanastan chayamna. Sao. Tasyate yakshano nita. Uttama shloka vartaya. Every second. Tick, 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 tick. Time bomb is going off. The time when the hammer will come down. Death will crush all our aspirations. Except for those who engage in discussing about Krishna. So, uh, just like that, uh, just like the, in, in the assembly where Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken, it was stated that as long as this is going on, then death cannot enter here. There is an incident in the pastimes of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvataka that's described in that one book I compiled about Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvataka. He was preaching in some area, I guess today that would be part of Jharkhand state. Uh, there was a deity installation and he was preaching in some separate area and the news came that the young baby, there was a big fire made for the yagya. The baby had fallen in that. So Bhaktisthan Sarasvartaka was speaking Harikata. So that news came, everyone became disturbed. Bhaktisthan Sarasvartaka don't worry, don't worry, no problem. Just go on listening. He went on speaking. Then after a short time they brought the baby. No, I had fallen in the fire, but no harm came to him. Bhaktisthan Sarasvartaka said, wherever Harikatha is spoken, there cannot be any danger. Of course, that's spoken by a devotee of his caliber. Uh, much of Harikatha that is spoken is spoken with a mixed motive or even with wrong motives. 
if someone is speaking, thinking that people, they will give me nice dakshina, then I'll buy, my wife's been nagging me, I have to buy her a new sari. So, I'll get a nice sari, and then she'll be quiet for some time. Or I have to get my daughter married. There are many like this, professional speakers. Srila Prabhupada many times speaks about this, professional speakers. They speak about Krishna with the aim of pleasing others, so that others will think this is very nice, and out of respect for the speaker, will uh, give Dakshina a contribution. So in this way, some people make their livelihood. Srila Prabhupada, as you know, the, you read his books, uh, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, he very strongly criticized this. He gave the example of Shukadev Goswami. Shukadev Goswami had no family to maintain. Now it's not that family people cannot speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. They can also speak. But not as a means of making one's livelihood. In fact, Bhaktisthan Sarasvara Thakur, after speaking, he wouldn't accept any donation. He would say, if you want to give, you go to the mat and give. Don't give here. <coughs> because uh, he didn't want to be mistaken. At that time, the culture was very strong. If he would speak, people would give money and people would take it and then use it for their uh, for their family maintenance. Now, we're not saying there's anything wrong with having money for family maintenance, uh, but it is wrong to use bhakti or to have some show of bhakti simply to maintain one fam one's family. These uh, bhakti and one's means of living should be separated. Now, some people might say it's hypocritical for me to say this because I also take dakshina. I also have books which are sold. Recently, one comment about myself was relayed to myself. Um, that one of, in a meeting of, of some of the leaders of our society, of ISKCON in India, uh, one of them had commented that actually we should look after our sannyasis better. And he gave myself as an example. You see, I have to work so hard writing books just so that I can get some income to maintain myself. But uh, I think he's seriously misunderstood. I'm not writing books for income to maintain myself. Yeah, please everyone, uh, everyone has a cell phone? Yes? Yeah, so please uh, just take out your cell phone and check whether it is off or in silent mode. And if it's not, kindly please put it so that it doesn't disturb us. Humble request. Sabi bhaktong se nivedan hai. Aapka aap pran se priya cell phone jab se... Jab se nikal de aur usko ban kar de. Aur usse acha hai ya affect do. Ek dam. 
शांति कैसे मिलेगी तो पहले सेलफोन को फेंक दो जब तक सेलफोन है आपके पास तब तक शांति का सवाल बिल्कुल नहीं है स्पीक इन हिंदी जो भी भाषा बोलते बीच बीच हरे कृष्णा कहो दैट विल बी परफेक्ट सो व्हाट शुड आई डू स्पीक इन हिंदी मिक्स इंग्लिश इंग्लिश बांग्ला हमारे मध्य कहो बंगाली आचे कोई जो बंगाली आचे तो बांग्ला या कहते बोलते पारी किन बेटा Anyway, there are so many words. Anyway, um, yeah, we should speak about Krishna. That's the point. Our life is wasted, simply useless. Without Krishna consciousness, simply useless. That's all. What is that? Uh, Lochandash Thakur says. What is that? Heino, Heino Dayal Prabhu. I can't remember the first line. She Papi Ello or Gelo. She Taki. Nitai Guna Mani Ama. Last line ka. Ah. Who uh, who doesn't worship Nityananda? What can you say about him? She Papi. He's a Papi. Ello or Gelo. What can you say about his life? He came and he went, and nothing, nothing of any value whatsoever. That's all. So we should remember Krishna. Why remember Krishna? What's this? Krishna, Krishna. What's this? Go outside on the street and speak to anyone. You should remember Krishna. They look. What are you talking? What is this? They, they can't relate to it at all. It doesn't seem to make any sense. What are you? What are you saying? What is this? They have no idea. No idea of, or even if they. They're a Hindu and they have some idea of Krishna. They say, "Okay, Krishna, yes, okay, Janmashtami, Krishna." But you know, the rest of the time, we have the real world to live in, right? Real world, real life. Get real. You know, you have to earn money, have a nice pigeon hole on that what number floor you on? Whatever floor it may be. Floor number fifty, fifty, one five. See, perched up in the middle of the air, you can fly out to work, <laughs> or more realistically, get caught in the traffic jam down below. And people take this is real life, but here we are all sitting here looking at the picture of Radha and Krishna in a boat on the Yamuna. This is real life. This is reality. Reality is blue. What does that mean? Krishna is blue. 
blue and yellow. Radha is yellow. Taptakanchana Gaurangi. Radhe Vrindavaneshwari. Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Harika. What will people understand if we say to them, Krishna is dancing with Radha, Raslila, and Sharad Purnima? What will people understand? This is actual reality. But people think reality is to go out, wander around in the cool of the evening and then go to a restaurant, eat some kebab or something. And no idea of this. So Srila Prabhupada, he very kindly introduced all over the world this culture of Krishna Katha. Speaking about Krishna. Not to entertain people, but to tell people not what they want to hear, but what they need to hear. To want to hear about Krishna is a very good quality. Even today, in India, especially in North India, in South India they don't have so much that culture of Bhagavad Kata. But in North India, Bhagavad Kata, Ram Kata, still many, many people gather to hear. And of course, on TV now, that's also there. So that tendency to hear about Krishna is very, it's, it's a very valuable gift to have that. But then, what we see often happens is, people, because then Krishna is very nice to hear about Krishna. Shinu Sukhadam, Shubhadam, Bhavasaram. There are so many verses that describe how nice it is to hear about Krishna. Shrinu, hearing, Sukhadam, Sri Jayadeva Kaver, Idam Uditam Udaram, Shrinu, Sukhadam, Shubhadam, Bhavasaram, Kishavadhritta, Dashavidharupa, Jai Jagadisha. He says, Krishna in his ten forms, Dasavatara, actually Dashavatara in Sanskrit, uh, to to hear this description which Jaidev has made. It Even in this world of birth and death, which is not very nice, to hear about Krishna gives us happiness and auspiciousness. Otherwise in this world there's no real, there's no actual happiness, there's no auspiciousness. So there's so many verses which uh, extol the glories of hearing about Krishna. Satang prasangan mamavirya sangvido bhavanti hrit karna rasayana kata tajosharad ashva pavarga vartmani shadha ratir bhaktir anukramishyati. Very, even the sound of the verse is very beautiful. That is poetry. That to hear about Krishna Actually, Kapila Dev says, to hear about me, he is Krishna. To hear about Krishna. In the association of devotees, to hear about Satang Brasangan, to hear about my glories, he says, is it becomes like <coughs> Rasayana, a tonic, for the heart and the ears, heart tonic. 
We all have a diseased heart. Did you know you had a diseased heart? We all have a diseased heart. It's a very serious problem. Everyone in this world has a heart disease. That's called Hrit Kama Roga. The disease in the heart of material desire. But this hearing about Krishna is a tonic. It's a medicine and a tonic which will give us a strong heart. It's very pleasing for the ears. By hearing about Krishna, we advance on the path out of this material world. No more birth and death. Go to Krishna. Get free from this birth and death. So by hearing about Krishna in the association of devotees, then our faith in Krishna increases, our attachment to Krishna increases, and our devotion to Krishna, gradually they all increase. But we should be very careful to hear from those speakers who, like Shukadev Goswami, they speak for the benefit of the hearer and not what the hearer likes to hear. The tendency to hear about Krishna is good, but if we come with our preconceptions, our own ideas of how we should enjoy this world, then uh, we will want to hear not for the same reason that Parikshit Maharaj heard, but we will want to hear with the idea that while well, hearing Bhagavatam, hearing about Krishna is very good, it's very pious, so we'll get some blessings to be happy in this world, which is the wrong reason for hearing about Krishna. Shukadev Goswami, when he first spoke to Parikshit, what did he say? He didn't say, okay, let's talk about Krishna's Leela. He didn't speak about Leela at all. In the beginning, Shukadev Goswami spoke words to Parikshit Maharaj to fortify his renunciation. Parikshit Maharaj had just left home. He only had seven days to live. Actually, it was less than seven by the time he got the news. It was tick, 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 tick was going on. Because in those days it wasn't tick, 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 but it was drip, drip, drip. The method of, that's mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam. How to measure time by dripping water. So drip, same idea. Drip, 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 drip. Time is passing on. So, uh, he only had seven days to live. So he may think, well, he must have been very solid in his renunciation. Of course he was, because he was a great pure devotee. But Maya is so strong that even if someone, they know they have to die in a short time, and they may even accept a, a vow of renunciation, but they may go back to material life. Actually, we all we all have a... Anyone who takes a vow of renunciation, that means you're supposed to take... One who accepts sannyas, that means to the end of life. It's not, you know, five-year sannyas or temporary sannyas. There's no such thing. Part-time sannyas. Probationary sannyasi. Weekend sannyasi. 
something like that. Or, or sannyasi, 50 weeks and two weeks holidays. So, you, have, you have two weeks to use it. All that dakshina you collected. Oh! Get a big cigar and hire a fancy car. You can, no, there's no such thing. So sannyas means that you have to take it very seriously. Otherwise, there's one word which is applied to a sannyasi who goes back to his family. It's called vantashi. It means one who eats his own vomit. This word is vomit. Hmm, that looks nice. Such words are used. So Shukadev Goswami, for the benefit of all hearers of Srimad Bhagavatam in future, he opened his discussion to Parikshit Maharaj with words that graphically present the actual situation of this world. Nidraya hriyate naktam vyavaya vena chavavaya divachat heheya rajan kutumba bharanenava Nidraya hriyate naktam I'm getting mixed up with the verses. Nidraya hriyate naktam The envy Srila Prabhupada translates the word grihamedi in this series of verses as attached householders. Griheshu grihamedinam atma satsvapi that people in householder life they think my family members will protect me. But they are asatsanya, they're useless to protect us. When death comes, no one can protect us. I, uh, life insurance policy can't protect us. The uh, the doctor cannot protect us. The family and friends cannot protect us. Even if we call some tantric, he cannot protect us. So, uh, persons who are engaged at night in either sleeping or sexual in- indulgence. This is Shukadev Goswami's words. And actually it's a fact. Uh, and in the daytime, working hard to maintain their family. With no apashyatam atma tattvam griheshu grihamedinam. They don't see atma tattva. They don't see the actual reality. What is that reality? Janmam rityu jiraviyadhi dukadoshanudashanam. They don't see the reality of this world. Everyone sees it. Why does Krishna say in Bhagavad Gita, Everyone sees it all the time. It's all around us. But we don't see. Because pashan apina pashati. We see, but we don't see. We don't see the implication that I have to undergo this also. We don't. So therefore, dukkha anudarshanam. We have to be told, informed, about that. Otherwise, our tendency is not to think it won't happen to me. That is the tendency. This 
Maya makes us think we won't, it won't happen to me. So, uh, we should hear from devotees who speak in a way that we need to hear. Devotee means they will speak from Shastra, speaking about Krishna from Shastra, what we need to hear, which might not be very pleasant to hear. If I sit here all night and simply speak about birth, death, old age and disease, if we advertise, there'll be a discussion about the miseries of material life. Not many people will be very interested to come. They want entertainment, which entertainment means it diverts our attention away from the actual reality. Manoranjanam. It's simply some delight for the mind. But the reality is there. So we should hear Shastra states not only Krishna is playing in the boat on the Yamuna with Radha. That we should hear. But we should understand we are in a different boat. We're not in that boat. We're in the boat carried away by the Bhava Pravaha, the, the carried away on the boat of material existence. This is the boat we are in. So we have to transfer from this boat to that boat. If we think Krishna is playing on the Yamuna and I can also go in the Dubai water world and it's more or less the same, that is a mistake. If we think Krishna is enjoying himself in this world, so, I shall also enjoy. That is a mistake. We have to hear from devotees the actual position that Krishna is the enjoyer and we can also be fully happy by serving Krishna's enjoyment, not trying to enjoy separately from Krishna. So, all these things we should hear. It's a very serious business to hear about Krishna find out that hearing that will actually benefit us. Don't be superficial and think that, well, I this, this is a very nice speaker. I feel very happy. Of course, hearing about Krishna, that the natural result is that we will become happy. But there is a difference between the, the happiness on the mental platform, which is called Manoranja, that is entertainment, and the fully spiritual platform of surrender to Krishna. There are various platforms of experience. Indriyani Paraniyahu, Indriyabhya Parangmanaha, Manasastu Parabudhe, Yobudhe Paratastu Saha. There's the simply sensual platform, eating, or a tasting, touching, feeling, smelling, hearing. This is the sensual platform. Then there is the uh, mental platform, intellectual platform. But above that is the platform of the soul. Krishna, his enjoyment is not like our enjoyment. In some ways we can say our enjoyment is similar to Krishna's, but that is called a perverted reflection. Krishna's enjoyment 
in that there is no calm, crowed, lobe, moha, madha, matsaya. There's no. That is all simply prem. This word prem. That means that in the exchange of prema, there is no desire for any personal enjoyment. Atendriya priti vancha tare bale kam krishnendriya priti icha dhare premana. This is the important distinction, vital distinction between thinking I shall enjoy myself, I shall enjoy my senses and thinking how we shall please Krishna. So one thing is called karma or material desire, how I shall be happy. And the other is called prema, how only thinking to please Krishna. Who are those gopis in the boat with Krishna? How? Radha, yeah. Radha, Lalita, Vishaka, these are the principal gopis. Mostly people know Radha's name, if they know at all. And then if they know any more, they know Lalita, Vishaka. There are others also. There are many others. But who who is qualified to be with Krishna in the boat with Krishna as he goes on the Yamuna? Only those who have in their heart a completely pure desire only to please Krishna and only to serve Krishna. So this is the reality we aspire for. At the present time, we take this material world to be our real position. But a problem with that is that we're always jumping from one position to another. Now we have a human birth. Next life, what? Previous life, where were we? Where were we? Now I'm in this body, 54 years old. 55 years ago, where was I? I don't know. Somewhere in this material world. How many births have we taken? How many times have we been a a dog running in the street? Or a bird flying in the air? Or a tree rooted to the spot for hundreds of years? How many times have we been through all this? And in each situation, we think, this is real, this is me. And now again, we think, this is real, this is me. But then to go and understand that our real unchanging situation, the situation we have to go into where we, we don't change, we remain in that situation always, that is in the service of Krishna in the spiritual world. So you came here to hear about Krishna. Krishna is, to be with Krishna is our ultimate situation. We have no other actual purpose in this world than to hear about Krishna, chant about Krishna, serve Krishna, associate with Krishna's devotees. So in modern life, this city life, People are very, 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 very busy. Very intently forgetting Krishna. And if you say, let's talk about Krishna, they'll throw you out. No. Talking about Krishna is forbidden.
Not allowed here. What is this? Crazy? We have real important things to do. Making money. So, at least in whatever time we can, we should hear about Krishna. Morning and evening. Friday is the holiday. Come and hear about Krishna. But, also we can consider Srila Prabhupada very much wanted to set up communities in which people could live in a situation where we can actually remember Krishna. There's no obstacle, there's no external obstacle to our remembering Krishna. That means communities of devotees living very simply on the land and uh, looking after the cows who are very dear to Krishna, farming the land, living very simply, and morning and evening at least coming together every day and singing and hearing about Krishna. And during the day also, there's no obstacle. No one will say, don't don't chant Hare Krishna here. If they say don't, it may be so. Or they, if they admonish you, it may be, oh, you didn't put on tilak? Here, if you put on tilak, what is this? And in the civil, actual civilized society, no tilak, what is this? Go put it on immediately. So, communities based on the principle of living together for serving Krishna. So, Srila Prabhupada very much wanted to set these up. We're, one generation has passed since Srila Prabhupada left us and still uh, we're not very strong on that. So uh, this should be attempted. Communities where we can live together, raise our children in an atmosphere in which it will be natural for them to remember Krishna. Rather than we're, we're fighting against the current. The children go to school and all bad things in the school, the more expensive the school, the worse the things they learn, seems to be. The more degraded, the more wrong ideas they get. So education means they should hear about Krishna. Srila Prabhupada, he noted once in Vrindavan, he would go for a walk every morning, wherever he was in the world, he would go for a walk. And uh, one morning he's walking in Vrindavan and uh, a farmer was working early in the morning in the field, saw Srila Prabhupada walking and he ran up to Srila Prabhupada and offered Dandavat. So farmer means uneducated. Nowadays everyone's educated. You see, even in the village, the children going to school, and then they go to school, and then they won't want to be farmers. They'll all go to the city, and then the big companies will take over all the land, and then uh, spoil all the land, just as in other countries. But anyway, farmer traditionally means not very educated. But Prabhupada said, this man, he cannot read or write, but he is more educated than all these big PhDs in the Western world. Because this man, he knows that he is not the body. The present situation he is in is due to 
what he has done in previous lives and the future situation he is going to will depend on what he does in this life. He knows this essential point, which all the big PhDs, they never even heard of it, and if they heard of it, they say, well, I don't believe that. What's the proof? They're doubtful. So the, the educational system is so bad that it instills in you a belief in the the thing you should actually believe in. I was just speaking to a doctor, what, two days ago? And he was saying, well, I don't believe in reincarnation. I said to him, look, it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. It doesn't depend on you believing in it. Either it's a fact or it's not a fact, but it's it's not a question of belief. If, it's not that if you believe in it, you get reincarnated, and if you don't, you don't. The fact is independent of your belief. So you're supposed to be a scientific person. You should, instead of saying this stupid statement, I didn't say that to him. I didn't call him stupid on that account, but on other accounts. Instead of this stupid statement, I don't believe, a completely unscientific statement, you should make some inquiry. Because if it's true, and you go on with your eating meat and drinking whiskey, as he told me, he regularly does, you're in for a lot of trouble, sir. Even in this life, you're in for a lot of trouble. Being a doctor, you should know better for your health than to do these things. So, uh, yeah, so even the so-called uneducated person is better educated because in traditional Indian culture, people grow up hearing those subject matters which are most beneficial for them to hear. Ram Katha, Krishna Katha, especially Ramayana people, especially Ramayana is the uh, normative text for all of Indian culture. Normative means that which instills values about how we should behave. So all of India, whether people are Vaishnavas or Shaivas or whatever, the Ram Leela is the background of how we should live a dharmic life. The stories of Krishna. So the people who know this, they're actually educated. So instead of wasting our time in this valuable human form of life, Serving bifale sevinu kripana dura jana chapala shukala balagire. Serving miserly people. People are wasting and spoiling their human lives. Instead of serving such people just so that we can get a slightly comfortable situation. Srila Prabhupada recommended move to the land, live on the, live with devotees, live simply. Chant the holy names of Krishna. That was Srila Prabhupada's recommendation. It seems to be very difficult for our devotees to even think about doing this. But thinking is the beginning. Thinking, feeling, willing. At least those who are growing older, when you see your children are married, that responsibility is over, then why hang on? Why remain? 
in a situation just working where you don't really need to. As soon as possible, retire from this life of working for for money and living in a situation where you where we don't have a very good opportunity to hear and chant about Krishna. As soon as possible, come out from this and place yourself in a situation where you can be full-time in the service of Krishna. So, how we should utilize our time? I started by saying, I came here late. So... Utilization of time. What's that called? Time management. They talk about time management. How to utilize your time so every second you can use for furthering your plans for sense gratification. This is terrible time management. Worst time management. Devotees, they, only devotees, they should teach time management. Time management, again, one verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Gives time management. That we already said. That ayo harati vaipungsang udyanastan chayana so tasyate yakshano nita uttama shloka vartaya. That time is simply cutting away our life, spoiling our life. With every rising and setting of the sun, we're marching toward what? Death and then what? We don't know. So death, time is simply Kala dharma, the nature of time is to cut away everything, to spoil everything, to destroy all our plans. That will uh, destroy everything we have except for those who spend their time hearing about Krishna, discussing about Krishna. So Srila Prabhupada, he, uh, in one purport in Srimad Bhagavad Gita, as it is, he states that one should arrange one's life in such a way that one cannot but think of Krishna 24 hours a day. That's it. That's the perfection, isn't it? If we think of Krishna all the time, think of Krishna favorably, not like Kangsa or Shishupa, but like Yashoda, Radha, all their followers, Prabhupada, always thinking of Krishna. Very very clear that Srila Prabhupada was always absorbed in Krishna. So we should absor- arrange our life as far as possible in such a way that we can always think of Krishna. Utilize each second is precious. Once it's gone, it's gone. Ayusha kshana ekopi nalabhya swarna kotidi. If you bring all the money in Abu Dhabi. It's a lot, right? A lot of money here. And say, give me back one second of my life which has passed. You cannot, it's gone. So don't waste. It's very precious. Every second should be utilized in service of Krishna. So, Hare Krishna, I came late. But not too late, I hope. Everyone has to get it. Tomorrow's a work. <laughs> Nandri. Ramma Nandri. It'd be easier to speak in Tamil if they hadn't taken all the Sanskrit out. All these demons, 
Actually, previously Tamil was full of Sanskrit, but these demons invented some idea to take it all out. They made a complete mess. And all the Indian languages used to be mixed with Sanskrit, but now the uh, Hindi comes out of Bollywood. There's no Sanskrit left. So it's all degradation. Yeah, all degrading. But actually, as you know, at this time of Indian, what's called independence, there was a discussion, what should be the national language of India? So some said Hindi and some said Sanskrit. They should have made it Sanskrit. Prabhupada, he was, uh, at that time he was writing his magazine, Back to Godhead. And he said that Sanskrit should be made the national language. And he gave a suggestion that first of all, you teach the local language in the Sanskritized form. Then it becomes very easy. You see that? Um, that means instead of saying Kitab, you say Pustak. Instead of saying Nind, you say Nidra, like this. Then, I'll tell you one incident. One time I was speaking with a devotee, not an ISKCON devotee, um, in Sukundrabad. And he had so, so many notes from so many Shastras, handwritten notes. So we were discussing some point about how Krishna doesn't like his devotees to become proud. So he said, oh, I got some nice notes on that. So he took out some of his notes and he started reading in Telugu. I said, oh, come on, I don't know Telugu. And he said, no, no, you just listen. You can understand. And actually I understood. Because it was so Sanskritized that I could follow the flow. And I know Bengali, and with, which is a... There's a lot of Sanskrit in Bengali. And especially if we read the works of our Acharyas in Bengali, they're full of Sanskrit words. So it becomes very easy, but now it's uh, now people are speaking some hodgepodge English and uh, some low-class Hindi, but Sanskrit actually. Again, we we should have our own communities and our own schools and teach the children Sanskrit, so they can lead the world culturally. Otherwise, the world culturally it's Culture means what? Some naked dance or some Miss World contest. What is this? It's just shameful. They say, oh, Miss, the Indian woman has won Miss, Miss World Cup. Shameful. And she'll go and exhibit herself. It's actually shameful, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> Reviving the culture. Very difficult. People have to be convinced. You see, they don't. They don't want to. Even if we ask people to wear a dhoti, they think, "Oh, terrible, horrible." Yeah. We think civilization means to wear some pants and shirt, and eat with a knife and fork, sitting on a table, sitting on a chair at a table. It's not civilization. So, we have a cultural revolution. That's also stated in Srimad Bhagavatam. Tadvagvisargo janatagha viplavaha. Revolution 
among the sinful people by Srimad Bhagavatam. So yeah, follow the culture. At least when you come here, you can bring in a bag. When you come for these meetings, you can bring dhoti, kurta. Most of the ladies are better dressed. But even the even the sari is better than this salwar kameez, actually. Don't mind me saying. And, okay, if you want to get into it, then yeah, ladies' hair should be tied up. All these things should follow. And parted in the center, not at the should be parted and not at the side, in the center. All the, Prabhupada spoke about all these things. If you listen to Prabhupada's lectures, Prabhupada says that a woman, if the hair is parted at the side, means a prostitute. Prabhupada said, I'm not looking at you now because I don't want you to shoot me with your nasty, with your angry looks, but this is the culture. So, if you follow, that's better. This is what we want to bring. Cover the head. Yeah, actually, yeah. Actually, the culture, just what, two, three generations are back, there was this chick. You ever heard of that? It's like a... Kabbalt, uh, Porda? Yeah, like that. The uh, not, not the curtain, but the uh, screen. So in the... Uh, in the public assembly, women would come, but they wouldn't be seen. They'd be behind the screen. It used to be, even not very long ago, and especially in Gujarat, Rajasthan, apparently you wouldn't see women at all. Go in someone's house, they're not there. There's different quarters. They don't come out. That's called culture. Now modern culture is that women are playing tennis and you want your daughter to be a film star. They made the rule that uh, that the women have to be the one-third or something. So, In a village I was just in, in Andhra Pradesh, they, they had to get some permission from the Sarpanch. So he's not actually the Sarpanch, the wife is. because, But no one thinks of the wife, they go to him and he decides. So what's the point of it? You know, it's just these stupid ideas that... Women and men should be the same. Just in case anyone didn't notice, women's bodies are meant for having children, not for being astronauts. So, uh, it's natural. Women have children. They look after the children. In the modern age, it's so funny. The women, they don't want to get married. And if they get married, they don't want to have children. If they have children, they don't want to look after them. What is this? I mean, even in the in the Puranic age, you'll see the Rakshasas. Even they, they got married. They had children. They looked after their children. So I, I see the modern life. I mean, Ravana was bad, there's no doubt. But in many ways, he was more cultured. Not that kind. I mean, he would steal all different people's wives. But um, many of the Rakshasas, they were, in many ways, they were more cultured than people today. So, we shouldn't follow this nasty culture, baby-killing culture. How many abortions going on? People just think, normal, normal. Very bad culture. 
Don't follow this. Follow Krishna's culture. Hare Krishna. Regarding this, yeah, I write books. One of my books is Glimpses of Traditional Indian Life, in which there are interviews with devotees, yeah. My own experiences in my youth traveling in Bangladesh, and there's uh, devotees from Tamil Nadu talking about the traditional life, from Orissa, Andhra, and different places, Maharashtra. So, these are the various books that I'm writing. Glimpses of traditional Indian life. Show that, Bhaktisiddhan Vaibhav. Yeah, this, uh, I know that many of you, by the inspiration of Mahavishnu Goswami Maharaj, have studied Srila Prabhupada's books very carefully. So if you've read all of Prabhupada's books, then it would be very suitable for you to read Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhav and understand more about where, what is this, where did Prabhupada get all his knowledge from? It's actually, uh, I can say myself, though I wrote the book, I'm an instrument in doing so. It's actually a very important book for understanding our Sampradaya and its teachings, which uh, devotees who have read the book tell me. Who is our Param Guru, or my Param Guru? Who is, ba- is Bhaktisiddhanta Source? He's not just some picture on the wall. Some picture on the altar. We should know what are his teachings. Very, very powerful guru. Extremely powerful. How Prabhupada spoke so strongly. He took strength from his guru. So what other books did I write? Brahmacharya in Krishna Consciousness. Yes, you can all read this also. I know none of you are brahmacharis, but the principles are the same for everyone. Everyone should be a brahmachari. In Grihastha life also. What other books are there? Beginner's Guide to Krishna Consciousness. We have one copy in English. And several in Hindi and in Karana also. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah, we only have it in Hindi here. Only in... Oh, that's fair. Okay. You should all know who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So... This will give an introduction 